Hello everyone, my name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that are focused on four themes. Autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept in order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. And we are so thrilled to be offering one of the first of its kind digital, virtual, and continuous learning environments, enabling parents and children to connect from all around the world. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions and to create space on all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others, with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures for us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower each child through youth-focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, this also translates as recreating and co-creating environments, both socially and politically, that will enable our children to thrive. For those of you who are particularly keen on the topic, we also write thought pieces every other Sunday. We actually just dropped a thought piece this past Sunday, so be sure to meander over to the website and check out our online content. Now, if it is the case that you are looking for a listening alternative, well, we're available on 12 different podcast platforms. For your listening we have provided you with access to the links in the description down below. Now, as is the convention, be sure to subscribe, hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time we post. And of course, if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going, like, comment, and share this segment. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, and Mac. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another segment here on Project Purpose. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness, and education on a week-by-week -week basis. And this week, our topic of discussion is education. On the topic of education, we're going to talk about the problematic nature of consensus. And yes, this is really going to be inflammatory, and I guess for education, we've covered two kind of inflammatory topics. Our first topic this week was on self-direction, and this actually layers onto that conversation regarding self-direction, and I think that the idea of collaboration, of cooperation has been taken to such an extent that a lot of us will put aside our integrity, our values, our personal sense of morality because of consensus. And I think that this is the one area, like when we think about group work, when we think about working with other people, collaborating with other people, we need to really be very mindful of the line drawn in the sand between cooperation and 
coercion. And I think that a lot of the times we are coerced into doing things that we would not do, that we are fundamentally or vehemently against, that are completely against our, our moral grain because of this idea of consensus. And so for those of you who are a little bit unclear as to what consensus entails, consensus is when majority rules, is when if there is disagreement, if there are people who are taking multiple positions, then the people who are clustered together, who form a majority, their consensus overrides what everyone else believes. And I think that when we're dealing with neutral topics, with topics that aren't of the nature that involve ethics, that don't involve morality or immorality, that don't involve the harm of general people, of men, women, children, of, of animals, or harm by way of acts of criminality, I think in those cases, when it's not any of those things, like, you know, like, let's go to the park or let's go to... Disneyland, yeah, in that case, you know, consensus rules, but in other cases where the effects are much more serious, where the repercussions are much more serious, where the consequences are much more serious, a lot of us feel silenced, coerced into doing certain things in the spirit of consensus. And so I think that consensus has become something that has been weaponized. We are told that if we don't consent, if we don't bend to the object of consensus, then we're not being cooperative, we're not being collaborative, we're not being we're not being a team player. And so for this purpose, I like to have conversations on, on education because a lot of where my spirit, where my strength will show up is in things that I am very black and white about. And I'm not black and white about everything, but when it comes to my morality, my personal sense of integrity, there is no amount of consensus, there's no amount of spoon feeding me tenets of collaboration, tenets of cooperation, tenets of being a team player that will allow me to bend against the brain that I've established to myself for the sake of consensus. And so I personally don't believe in consensus. If I agree with you, it's because I agree with you. I'm not going to agree with you to be cooperative or to be collaborative. And in that sense, it makes me a difficult person to work with because a lot of the things that I talk about as a leader that I referenced in conversation with other leaders are of the nature that are of a moral nature or of an ethical nature, of a nature that really does touch on your integrity, that really does touch on your sense of right and wrong. And because of those things, like I'm very much a stick in the sand when it comes to those things. I don't really care about consensus. In fact, I don't care at all about consensus and I'm okay to stand alone when the topic is such that I am vehemently against the acts, the outcomes, and the consequences. And if that means I lose everyone in the room as an ally, then I'm comfortable losing everyone in the room as an ally. And I think that what happens is so much of us have been indoctrinated by this idea of consensus that someone like me looks like a disruptor, right? And I think that it's just too easy nowadays to be looked at as a disruptor for little things that should be the cause of disruption all around, right? So I am considered a disruptor because I have no interest in bending in areas where no one should bend if it's against their personal ideals. I am not someone who is going to swallow my personal beliefs and sleep terribly because I want to be cooperative and collaborative with my peers. But I recognize that a lot of people struggle to sleep at night. They drink their gallon of guilt a day because of consensus, because they want to be the kind of person who is seen as collaborative, who is seen as cooperative, and against 
themselves. And so for me, because I know that I am the one person that I'm going to be with for the rest of my life, I need to be true to me in all cases. I am the rule, not the exception. Everyone around me is the exception and it put me in a position where I am at odds with myself. To align with you, then that's not a decision I'm willing to make because you are the exception, I am the rule. And because of that, where it comes to consensus, consensus large in part is not something that I adhere to. And I think that it's something that has become so weaponized and it has forced so many people's hand because they've been indoctrinated by this idea of cooperation and collaboration, but it's been a very warped sense of what cooperation and collaboration should look like. I think cooperation and collaboration are the effect of making a choice that we're all aligned to, but cooperation and collaboration aren't the things that you put in someone's face for them to bend to something that is not in alignment with their personal sense of values. And so because a lot of us are going to deal with coercion, we're going to deal with being coerced into an action, into a trajectory, into a line of decision that's going to benefit some and hurt a lot. And because of the fact that it's never going to be called coercion, it's going to be called consensus, it's going to be called collaboration, it's going to be called cooperation. You need to really be very attuned to the inner voice that's telling you that this is not okay. This is not okay because it's not okay with you. And something not being okay with you doesn't need to be validated by other voices. And I think developing the strength to recognize that how you feel about a certain situation is enough. Like you don't need checks and balances with other people to act on how you feel or to withdraw from that situation or that setting or to figure out a way to like bring light to that situation or that setting in a way where you're where you're still maintaining your own personal sense of safety. It takes one decision. It takes one decision to erode at your moral character, at your at your sense of personal integrity. And then it starts to become the slippery slope and you wonder like, where do I stop? And the best way to answer that is to never start, right? always be in alignment with yourself, be mindful, be very intentional about the choices that people want you to make to benefit the whole, right? And very few people like care about making choices to benefit the whole. Unfortunately, it's just this, the state of the, the world right now. And I think that those of us who do want to make choices to benefit the whole, we're disruptors. We're not collaborators. We're not people who are cooperative. We're not people who are team players because our ideas are too radical for the mainstream thought or for the agenda or the items on the agenda to date. That typically, in a lot of the settings that I've been in, really do rub against some sort of moral ethical frame that many of us probably you know wouldn't want to wouldn't want to go down that path right but a lot of the paths that really do create change have a significant impact on a large amount of people a lot of those agenda items like the, the directions that are being taken are directions that are not necessarily ethical they're not necessarily going to be the choices that you make in alignment with your highest self. So I think as more of us go into those rooms with our own ideals, with our own ideas of how we want to create social, environmental, personal impact, we need to be very clear on what people are requesting of us when it comes to consensus. And when we should throw consensus out the door, like for me, I have to say that if I am considered to be a difficult person because I'm not going to provide consensus, I'm not going to hold to the law of consensus for ideas, for trajectories, for game plans that I do not personally agree with, that are not in alignment with my personal set of values, that I'm comfortable being a disruptor and I'm comfortable losing people, losing friends, losing opportunities, losing 
certain degree of comfort because of that. And because of that, it makes me a scary, dangerous person because that means I can't be manipulated or controlled because there's nothing really in this world that I care so much about that I'm going to sacrifice my personal sense of alignment, integrity, and values to get. And I think that consensus has become this thing that requires that of you. And if you're being put in a position where the choices that you're making are going to create this inner divide, then I tell you, be comfortable losing what is on the table to stay aligned and connected with yourself. And I think that there's just so much wrong with all of the things that we put into the expectation of being collaborative, of being cooperative, of being a team player. And I'm all about true collaboration and cooperation and true being a team player. And that's when we're all in alignment with the vision, with the values that support the vision. We all feel like our integrity is not being up, it's not just being upheld, but it's being strengthened, right? But if all of those things are breaking apart for the sake of an agenda item, then we have to ask ourselves, like, what are we doing? really with our lives when we're making the kinds of choices that are hurting not just ourselves and our personal sense of morality that are impacting our ability to sleep our ability to enjoy our life but are going to impact so many people who trust you who trust you blindly who trust that if you're in a position of power if you're in a position of privilege and status if you're in a position to make a decision that's going to impact them you're going to make the right choices but yet so many of us are not making those choices. So as leaders, I think we need to be okay to be disrupting. We need to be okay to not consent, to not provide consensus in areas where it's the polite, diplomatic, or expected thing to do. I think it's okay for us to, to completely ignore the expectations of those around us, if their expectations is for us to lie, or for us to, to denounce ourselves in order to make a, a choice to move forward. And so I want to come on here and talk about consensus, talk about how consensus has become warped, how consensus has become really its own form of coercion. And when you feel pressure to do something and you feel the pressure because you know you internally you don't want to do it, then I say it's time to be a disruptor in that position and do what you feel is in alignment with you. If that's in alignment with your truth and see the ripples that are created from that stance. And I think more of us need to take the stance that, that involves standing alone. When consensus is requiring us to stand up for something that is completely against who we are and what it is that we want to bring into this world around us. So I guess this is a little bit ranty. It's something that I'm really passionate about is because I see this is I've worked in it so many different industries where I've seen like people put the card of consensus up and so many people were so comfortable with going with the majority rules because it still was a decision that was not the best decision right and not necessarily for moral ideological philosophical reasons like it just wasn't the best decision even for that like specific context and I think there's so many people who abuse their power who abuse the power of consensus because they know that we all want to be seen as collaborative cooperative and team players and I think that we need to put limits and constraints to that desire right like I'm, I'm all for being palatable like I want to be someone people want to work with but I only want to work with the kind of people who want to do the kinds of things that are in alignment with values with values which is why I put so much emphasis on like-mindedness because I'm not willing to put myself in a position where I am sacrificing my sense of personal integrity or I'm compromising my sense of personal integrity for the sake of an agenda or a vision or a trajectory that just doesn't align with me. So if that means that I create ripples, so be it. If that means that I create enemies, so be it. If that means that I am at odds with the world, I am okay with that. So would prefer not to be in that kind of situation, but I'm okay with that. I'm happy to stand alone if I'm standing in my truth. And I think that that's just a message that we don't hear enough of and that's the message that I want to send across here on my channel. In any case, that's enough. 
for today, but some food for thought for you. Think about how many times you've been coerced with the spirit and the nature of consensus being what ails that coercion, and then rise against it, right? Like fight back against it. It can be as simple as a no, it can be withdrawing yourself, it can be pivoting your attention elsewhere. There's so many different ways that we can just not consent, not be coerced, not be pushed, manipulated, or controlled into a trajectory or a decision that we know just is not going to be for our best or for the best interest of what it is that we're hoping to accomplish in our lives. In any case, that was it, but definitely not all. Now, before letting you go, I would be remiss if I didn't let you know that we will be going live at least twice a month, every month, for the foreseeable future on our Facebook page. So definitely be sure to tune in. Now, these events are paid events, so if you do see yourself participating in our community on an ongoing basis, then I do suggest that you take a look at one of our package plans. Yes, so we do offer package plans over and above our live events, as well as access to webinars and workshops largely focused on self-mastery over and above these events. So make sure to check it out. Be part of our game changer community, being part of the change that you want to see, allowing us a small role to play in your journey. We are on the road to 1K, so we do invite you to follow us across all of our social media platforms, and we look forward to chatting with all of you very soon. We'll talk to you later.